Let's clean out the files of stuff we haven't gotten to that we should have. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. We have a six-pound show and a four-pound bag every single day, and uh, more stuff than we could possibly fit into the regular radio show that we should get to. For instance, West Palm Beach, Florida, is playing Baby Shark on a loop to drive the homeless people away. (laughs) Wow. That would, uh, it's driving me away. I'm about to leave. <laughs> wow, they're also using the other uh, children's hit Raining Tacos, which is a favorite of ours. That, that drive now people away. Now you got also. a party going. Yeah, yeah. indeed. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if a judge decides it's some sort of cruel or unusual punishment. Yeah, no kidding. Harassment. You can't punish people for poverty. That's that's probably enough of that. Yeah, I'm going to hurt somebody. Um, but it's an interesting idea. Well, at least in Florida, they want to do something. Unlike various places I uh, am familiar with. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. Hmm. Which... Uh, if you think would be awesome, you just haven't you just haven't thought it through. No, it's a horrifying prospect. Maybe the maybe that hour or day, it's okay, right? But like I mean, the, just the novelty of it would probably distract you for the first couple hours, right? But then mm. you, you're in the hot sun, like six inch deep taco yeah. meat. Oh, you've got meat rotting in the sun. You you've think, got the various condiments running through you, around you, the drain. You think you've got a rat problem now? Oh, jeez. Right. Wait till you have taco meat and just everywhere, <laughs> and it's on your shoes, and you're coming uh, into work and tracking in the house. Well, uh, it's a terrifying phenomenon too. I mean, how could this possibly be happening? You would question everything. Well, I hadn't even thought about that. And by this, you mean... It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. I gotta ask why. Just open your yeah, mouth. Yeah, oh, that's the first thing I'm asking. Eyes. Open your mouth and close it's your eyes. Okay, so that part there. The, I think I've used that line. Open, Hello. <laughs> the open your mouth and close your eyes part. Okay, so now I've eaten a couple, two, three tacos. I'm full. Now I need some sort of umbrella that can keep the tacos... From covering my face in hot taco grease. How as slick I, would the streets be? As I That's walk to my saying. car and attempt to pilot at home in these slick streets, running my windshield wipers, which may or may not keep tacos off the windshield. They're not designed for that. No, I'll tell you yeah. that. Oh. yeah. Are these hard shell tacos or soft shell tacos? I was picturing hard shell, but I suppose it could be. That would hurt coming down, you know. I believe the animated music video <laughs> depicts them as hard shell. No need to ask why. What kind of simpleton are you that you're not wondering what climatological conditions occurred that swept up hamburger meat, browned it, mixed it with taco juice, put it in a shell with cheese and lettuce. Is that like the kid's version of don't look a gift horse in the mouth? Like, hey, hey it's raining tacos. We don't yeah. need to investigate. Come on right. now. Come hey, on. suddenly all dogs are talking. No need to ask why. <laughs> How how limitless is your lack of curiosity? Oh my god, my dogs would go berserk. I might have to bring them inside because they'd eat until they they died. Right, with tacos laying all over the yard. God, the flatulence! Oh, imagine. Geez. And how long does it rain? Okay, so it rains and it's uh, you know there's tacos scattered about on the ground, or it's six inches of tacos, yeah. or like oh now I'm up to my neck in tacos. Hundred year taco flood. <laughs> May die. Right. Oh, so there's scattered problem. taco oh. showers. Uh, mentioned this on the program that this is a major breakthrough for artificial intelligence. Playing poker, they, computers have been able to beat poker, pe- pe- beat human beings at poker for a while. But 
They can now bluff, which they say is a huge advancement they hadn't been able to do yet. Because computers obviously are great at crunching numbers and figuring probabilities in a way that no human mind can. But bluffing, like reading your body language or something and, and figuring out a way to fool you, to deceive you, that's a new level for artificial intelligence, which is quite frightening. Mm. So this is another step up above the, the AI plays chess, the AI plays Go. Those are uh, essentially solved games, right? There's, there's always an ideal strategy, and you're operating with perfect information sure. at all times. The, what, what the, the, the variable that AI was having trouble with with poker is the imperfect information and the multiple people at a table. The p- computers have been able to beat poker players one-on-one pretty regularly for a decent amount of time. But now they're starting to do tables full of six and more, which is increases the and, and they're crushing professionals. Like these are people who have banked millions of dollars in professional poker wow. winnings, getting just if, pants. If computers wow. can deceive us, though, like figure out how sharp we are and 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 deceive us, we're in a, we're in for a world of hurt. I think. Yeah. Sure. Type in your password. No, no I wouldn't give your password to the Russians. I. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just I'm picturing the computer. How does it, I'd like to know more about it. You know, I know enough about poker that, for one thing, the, the the computer would have to make sure it didn't have a recognizable pattern of bluffing. You know, you'd have to make it somewhat randomized. Um, although, you know, if, if everybody folds, you don't have to show your hand. But I'm just curious how that worked. I mean, because bluffing is, you don't necessarily have to read anybody's body language. You just have to bet boldly when you have crap in your hand. Yeah. So... And it's figured out how to do that the right amount of times, or uh, it's it's more so. A lot of poker theory has has. Uh, I'll try to to simplify this. When you're playing against somebody, you are not trying to guess what what hand specifically they have. You're trying to figure out what range of hands the way that they are playing is representing. Right. Um, and if if your range of hands is is a, a better range than their range, then you are in a favorable position so you can press your advantage. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe they're using that sort of thing as opposed to, you know, you know, giving them the soul read and, and oh, he doesn't got it and then shoving it all in. They're more just kind of doing these mathematical equations yeah. based on the probability of range of hands that their opponents could have. So I know that, uh, <laughs> who's the smartest guy in the world wrote the uh, the book about the, the black hole? Stephen Hawking. Stephen yeah, Hawking. Hawking. I know Stephen Hawking, he tried to put the brakes on space exploration saying, whoa, 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 this is not smart. Beasts. Oh, putting out the signal to extraterrestrials. Yeah, beasts yeah. do not raise their hand up to unknown possible predators and say, hey, I'm over here, are you friendly or a benefit to me in some way? That's just not the way beasts have survived. Right. So why are we doing that? Has anybody smart thought of putting the brakes on artificial intelligence? Like, whoa, 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 have we thought this through? Computers getting smarter than people, able to deceive us? Etc. Etc. Oh yeah, lots of people are talking about it. Well, uh, people that have any sway. Like I know Harris. science fiction writers. Well, what and are stuff, you going to do? Like Sam Harris is one who, who's fairly regularly cautioning against the uh, the incoming tide of, of artificial intelligence. Really, uh, he's probably the most well known. I would like to check out one of those podcasts because that's just yeah. I, I really don't think people are. And there's, there's, I don't know what people are expecting to happen. That just, I guess, all the thoughts of I'll have a robot that folds my laundry. Yay! Not any of the <laughs> the ending humanity right. downsides. Greater productivity, higher profits. Right, yeah. robots that stack boxes at right. my company. Sure. Yeah, I think Harris robots was robots that stack bodies. I think Harris mm. was the first one I heard talk about the the <clears throat> Turing test, where uh, a, a computer AI is indistinguishable from 
uh, an actual human response to things. When, when that happens, that's not the scary point. The scary point is when computers learn to flunk them on purpose. When computers, they, <gasps> they have the ability to be indistinguishable, but they intentionally, you know, no, I am still robot, just to throw right, us off the right, scent. Right, oh. yeah. That's troubling. Uh, another note that I wanted to get on, because the Emmy nominations came out yesterday, came across this, and I, I hadn't heard this. Uh, Game of Thrones, which got 30-some Emmy nominations, 32 yep. b- blew away the record. NYPD Blue had the record, and that was a good show, and I liked NYPD, but, but then completely different level of everything. Yeah. I mean, NYPD Blue looked like a stage set of what you would craft a cop office to look like and you know, the regular TV fair. Whereas Game of Thrones is just a completely, you know, like a, one of the greatest major motion pictures ever made. It's like a fantasy land. Anywho, getting ratings in the modern world is really difficult. I'm always asking, how many people watch that show? How many people watch that game? How many people watch the debates? And you get some numbers the next day, but it's like three networks, and they don't have the internet, and they don't have DVR, and they don't have the internet, and they don't have people watching on their phone. They so they somebody finally got all the numbers for Game of Thrones. It averaged... The last season of episodes, it averaged per episode almost 46 million people. Wow. That's an insane number. Even back in the day, that's an insane number. Not back in the day, the 70s, when there were three shows on every night. But back in the day, like when when American Idol was huge before uh, all this stuff was going on, uh, their finale would be 40 million people. And everybody saw that as an outlier of just ins- insane dominance. Most popular show in America. Game yeah. of Thrones on a on a channel you have to pay to get 46 million people per episode for the whole season. Oh. That's amazing. I don't know if that'll ever happen again. Too bad all those people showed up for the last season, eh, Sean, when the <laughs> scripts were so crappy? It's it's really lacking. Shame. Shame. And the, Shame. The internet in particular Shame. Shame. got quite outraged because they were yeah. nominated for a Best Writing Emmy. And the way that Emmys work, you're not being rewarded on the totality of the season. You submit individual episodes yeah, for each is, category. Which is right. weird. I, I think it's wrong. Yeah, I think um, it's wrong, too. But so they, they submitted specifically the last episode, the one that was hated by the most. And I think it's because that's the one where Benioff and Weiss got the actual writing credit for it. So they could be the ones to accept if they if they won. Right. But the the... the Twitter was quote unquote the internet was pointing out if you were going to do it there were there were two others why'd you pick the worst episode of the season to try to honor the fit like it's just a blatant right. just kind of a, a career achievement yeah. thing yeah yeah interesting I saw hey, we got to bring back the shame bell on the show on the on air show Michael keep that handy I saw so yeah it's individual performances and episodes so yes. like Saturday Night Live they had a, the episode that was nominated is. Um, I think it was De Niro with Robert Mueller. That's what I was going to bring up. Freaking De Niro gets an Emmy for yeah. Robert Mueller. I'm, I'll never watch TV again. I mean, that's just, come on. Yeah. That was so going through the motions for Robert yeah. De Niro and for Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. They did a lot of really funny stuff, and they always do, but that wasn't one of their brilliant moments. Oh, I hope he doesn't get an Emmy for that. I know it doesn't matter, but come on. And you know why that is. Whoever's in charge of making the decisions, they just love the anti-Trump nature of it. Sure. And as Robert De Niro. Ah. Well, I hate awards for art, period. So trust me, that award in particular, I will really, really despise. But I don't know if there will ever be a show again that gets 46 million people watching on a regular basis. Trump and preach in the hearings. I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> That reminds me that uh, freaking Mueller and people watching shows, he, he does his thing next week, right? Yeah. 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah. His testimony in front of Congress? I just read the, the other day, there are like two or three congresspeople who have read the whole Mueller report. And only a handful that have read significant chunks and of it. And almost no uh, citizens of the country. Right. I got the gist. Yeah, that's the way I feel. That's the way everybody yeah. feels. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons the Democrats are doing it, and I get it, is nobody's read this thing. We're going to sit him down here in front of a TV. People will watch TV, and he's going to spell out the highlights. At least people will know then. That's like if you guys wanted to read a book, but instead you just, ah, we'll just interview the author. Hey, so sum it up for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, all that excitement and everything, and nobody in government or out read it. <laughs> we ain't got time. Hey. We're watching all these shows that were Emmy nominated, sports and whatnot. There's something. There's a cool app on my phone. I don't have time for that. We got look how old. Look how I look when I'm old. Yeah, right, right. Some guy in Florida is uh, laying a wood to his neighbor's wife. His uh, neighbor waits a little while. I guess, uh, you know, uh, resentment's continued to stew for a couple of months. He, he puts a gun to his head. He makes him disrobe, and he cuts off his crank. Cut off his neighbor's crank. So he for, found uh, out his wife was having sex with the neighbor. So he uh, essentially abducts the neighbor at gunpoint, makes him disrobe, and cuts off his crank. Yeah. Yeah. Florida man. I never uh, underst- yeah. I've never understood that. It's not, it of, wasn't his fault. Right. Unless it your was wife, rape. Your wife cheated on you. If it hadn't been him, it would have been somebody else. I have taken no vows with you, sir. This got nothing to do with me. Yeah, and, you know, I'm not saying that's a cool thing to do. No, <laughs> to be lay a, with another man's wife? The yeah. Bible says, nuh But your problem's with her. Right. Certainly long term. Perhaps we leave my wang out of this. Mm. <laughs> leave my wang attached. Yipes, per- perhaps we can come to an agreement. So I now, will not introduce it into your wife's nether regions anymore, and you will leave it attached to my groin. So I'm guessing one reason she's cheating on him is because he's a psychopathic lunatic. Yes. And now the psychopathic lunatic who is so harmed by his wife cheating on him is going to be in prison for many, many years. I'm I guessing. would hope so. Yeah. Charged with aggravated assault, cruelty toward a child because there was a kid around. Ugh. Oh, and, my God. That's why she was cheating on you. You're a, a complete loser, lunatic, psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Florida man. Do we have pictures of him? Uh, yeah. He's a scary looking bastard. Well, do we have a picture of her? No. I need a picture of her! Well, what do you want out of me? <laughs> what do you want me to go to Florida and take a picture of the, of the biatch? It's hey, baby, in that neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, that's not a good neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Boy. I don't think they would welcome me there. No. I'm an amateur photographer. <laughs> right. I heard you, uh, one of you fellas cut somebody's dick off. Is that, uh, mind if I take some Jeez, pictures? Yipes. Yeah, I'm telling It's ugly times, Jack. Wake up. <laughs> well, that episode had a bit of a wang to it. Michael. All right, we can cut that out. All right, I guess that's it.